All right, and welcome to Psychology and Stuff, the podcast for the UW-Green Bay Psychology Program. I'm Ryan Martin, chair of the Psychology Program, and I've got two very special guests with me today. Uh, first up uh, is uh, former chair of the Psychology Program, former chair of the Human Development Program as well, uh, Dr. Regan A.R. Garong. Thank you for the initials. You're welcome. Yeah. Actually, I feel naked without them. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, we're going to come back to that in a okay. second. I okay. want to introduce our, our, our second guest, and then we're going to come back to that. Uh, second guest is a uh, student, uh, psychology student here, uh, junior, senior, junior, junior currently, uh, Vince Badalamente. Hey everyone. And, and I pronounced it right. You did. I did. Right on. Yes. I've been working on that for days now. You've got a lot of uh, exotic but, names in this room right here. Yeah. Well, except for Martin. But yeah, yeah, Ryan Martin is almost yeah, as not. Well, like, we make up for it. Yeah, yes, yeah. we do. Like John Smith would be. Uh, so, um... So here's my first question. Yeah. Okay. What What does the AR stand you know, for? So here's the deal. Unfortunately, I'm not going to reveal the A. Okay. Okay, because that's a, a special treat only people in my culture development and health class get. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. So everybody this semester in culture development and health actually knows what the A stands for. I okay. will tell you this, though. I do feel naked without it. Okay. So if you're ever putting my name on a departmental yes. daily, the A and the R is important. I have learned that. Yeah, I yeah. have been corrected. I, you see now. my edits. Yes. Yeah. And I feel bad <laughs> editing in my initials, mm-hmm. but but I will say this though, uh, back in India, naming is a big deal. Okay. Uh, names are a big deal. Uh, meanings of names are important. Mm-hmm. So when I was born, my, uh, my uh, I am the eldest son of the eldest son, mm-hmm. and that is a super big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad, out of respect to his, his parents, gave them the option of providing me a name. Okay. I will say that the name they provided was uh, going to be awkward. Mm-hmm. So my dad did not choose it. Okay. But Regan is a variation of the name they came up with. It means oh. the same thing, but that's why Regan uh, okay. was selected. But uh, he repented and he felt really bad for not accepting the name they sent. Okay. So he gave them a second chance and the A is the second chance that they came up with. Okay. It means something very cool. Right. Uh, the R is my family title. Okay. Uh, yep. Old school Indian heritage kind of stuff. Uh, if I, uh, I'm, I'm half Nepalese, so uh, Gurung is Nepalese, but if I'm, if I was in Nepal and somebody asked me my name, I would say Regan Raj Gurung, because uh, Raj, it's almost like part of my name. So okay. the Raj, R is Raj, I'll share that part. Okay. TZ with the A, but R is Raj. Well, um, uh, Raj Gurung is my family title. Yeah. So second question is, will you tell me when we're off air? Maybe. Oh, because maybe. I'm probably not going to take your culture development. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so, so special allowances. Okay, yes, maybe, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's often yeah. something that we talk about in psych conferences. And you know, so way less interesting story. True. But I, uh, no, no, no. Oh, no, okay. what I was, oh, I see. Okay. what I'm about to tell is okay. way less oh, interesting. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's always good to preface a story by telling people it's not interesting <laughs> when, you, when you start off. But the C in my name is also particularly meaningful, my middle initial, and because it stands for Chandler, which is... I knew that, actually. Yeah, but uh, it is, I like to include it in things because I do sometimes, it's like a part of the family that I'm particularly close to is my mom's maiden right. name. I was going to say, so, I thought it was your mom's. Yeah. Your mom, yeah, and so I like to include it as well for similar reasons. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so don't uh, don't go yeah. dropping that. No, no, no. The C-bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, less interesting. Oh, I don't yeah. have a middle name. Whoa! No, yeah, but, but you have Vincenzo by the Lamente. That's true. Nice. I'm, I'm telling you. Okay. My wife has a PhD in Italian Renaissance. That's why I can pronounce it like that. <laughs> that was beautiful. That's that was good. That is good. That's we should have had you introduce him at the beginning. That's that, right. that was that was a terrible mistake. So, so so far we haven't talked about psychology, but that's okay. Yeah, that's why it's psychology and yeah. stuff. Oh, and stuff. Okay, this good. Is the so stuff. we've done stuff. 
Okay. Yeah, so we've covered stuff. Um, so uh, I want to make an announcement, actually, uh, something that is pretty huge. Do you want to actually tell people? Do you want? To yeah, you mean I was talking about the, yeah. yeah so, the, so I think um, the American Psychological Association, and Vince, you may not know this even, uh, the American Psychological Association will be coming to Green Bay, Wisconsin, but particularly to the University of Wisconsin, Green Bay, to hold its summit for the National Assessment of Psychology. So a very, very big deal. The the 40 most influential people in assessing psychological psychological science in America will all be coming to Green uh, to UW-Green Bay uh, next June. So we are very proud and honored to be hosting uh, this very, very high-profile uh, conference. Very, very exciting news. Right, and and one of those influential psychologists, you, well, is yeah, going to be co-chairing I will that. Be, I will be co-chairing it. Very, yes. very excited uh, to do that. Uh, some of the, really, the, the most passionate teachers in psychology will be coming here. Uh, to those of you listening, uh, if you're going to be around next summer, I know uh, Ryan and I will appreciate student help. Uh, Sean is yeah. not too far away. Uh, maybe we can have an Italian dessert night. Mm. Yes. yes. Uh, but no, I mean, really, really exciting stuff because uh, we, will, uh, we will literally be setting the stage for how psychology in every college classroom in, a, in America will be assessed. That's a big deal. But right. that's nothing short of what we're doing. So uh, I think any UW alum uh, or current student can be proud that uh, the UW-Green Bay psych flag will be right. flying very proudly and uh, uh, visibly. Yeah. And, well, and there's also, I think, um, going to be opportunities for students to, uh, to get involved and help out with that, too. Yes. So we're going we're gonna to need... Yeah. I mean, this is a big deal. Great, great opportunity. I mean, for for any student who's interested, uh, who's thinking about grad school, who's thinking about even good careers in psych. I mean, being part of this, mm-hmm. I think, uh, will look will provide some great experiences. Yeah. And we're looking at basically what eight months away. Eight, yes. eight months from yes. now. So, yes. um, so there's a lot to do between now and then. But we are uh, we're super excited, and and um, Dr. Brown was instrumental in getting that. Uh, getting that here so I was at the table at the right time yes at the right table at the right time (laughs) yeah so it's really really exciting and we're we're proud to do it and good maybe good opportunities for students so do you have questions for Regan what what do you what do you think students want to know about Regan oh boy yeah Yeah. other than what the A stands for in his name which you have to take one of his classes to find yeah yeah um what has been your Best research so far, or your favorite research? Yeah, okay. So, so this this is actually <laughs> <laughs> another big announcement coming up, right? Or no? No, no. Actually, uh, well, well, there's a, there's a there's a number of different fun oh. things going on, okay. but but to directly answer that question, I mean, here's what making the here's what makes teaching so much fun is that. Uh, and, and what being at UW-Green Bay is uh, makes it so great to be here. Uh, I think, quite honestly, even though I do a lot of different research, the moment you ask that question, immediately what came to mind is all the research on clothing, right? Uh, the research on clothing and how clothing is perceived and things like that is really something that has been really, really exciting. And I think the way it started makes, I think, is something I'm, I'm really fond of. I was teaching intro psych way back in 1999 or maybe even 2000. And uh, in intro psych, I was teaching, I was talking about evolutionary psychology and I was talking about waist to hip ratio. And I shared the, f- the fact that uh, women with a waist to hip ratio of 0.7 are perceived to be more attractive. And the evolutionary psych story, as many of us know, is that with a waist to hip ratio of 0.7, you are most fertile, you have organized body fat in the right places to make you healthiest, and so on and so forth. So I talk about this in class. And 
the very same day, this class must have been at 11 o'clock or something, and the very same day I get an email from a student, and this is a direct quote. Dear Dr. Gurung, very interesting stuff about waist-to-hip ratio, but I have a question. My roommate and I are, both have a waist-to-hip ratio of 0.7, but she's a hardy and I'm not. And I thought that was a really strange type of you know, question. Mm-hmm. And But it was a great research question because it's. I think the reality is psychology is not straightforward. Our behavior is really complex. It's not, here's the answer. It's not, here's the magic bullet. So sure, a 0.7 waist-to-hip ratio is a huge predictor of attractiveness, but it's not the only thing. And the very next day in class, we I brought this, this comment to class, and we talked about why this could be the case. And that's where we really started unpacking right there in intro psych mm-hmm. uh, how clothing can make a big difference, because what you wear can right. influence what your waist-to-hip ratio is perceived like and, and how you're perceived. And that actually started now, what is this, 15 years later. I've got publications on it and tons of research on it. And and, and, have, and literally there's, a, I think, a series of eight or nine different studies that all came from that really cool, you know, a classroom moment mm-hmm. because our students were thinking and not just taking right. stuff. So I love that because mm-hmm. it's this wonderful, you know, combination of teaching and research. So I think, you know, in all the different research, that's some of the most fun. And Vince, you, you took part in a t-shirt study yep. that we did last semester uh, that, I mean, uh, we are, I'm very excited to be writing up right now. So yeah, that's one of those things I wish, uh, I wish and hope more students know is that how often we are sort of wowed in class into thinking about things right. in a new way. You know that a student comment, all of a sudden I think, wow, I've never thought about it that way and um, and, and kind of opened my eyes to a new way of doing research or a new way of thinking about it. And, and, you know, quite honestly, my response to that student's question was a question that we are all trained as psychologists to ask, to, 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 to ask, which is, or respond in, in which is, why, even though you both have the same 0.7 is one of you perceptive, perhaps looking different than the other? Well, the answer is it's actually an empirical question. Mm-hmm. It's an empirical question. It's not a matter of opinion. It's an empirical right. question. And I think that's what that's what makes psychology and research so exciting is that as we walk around, we have these daily questions and we're like, what's the answer? Right. Let's do a study and find out. Right. That's what we do. That's what makes psychology exciting is like, wow, let's find the answer. Right. And that's cool. You know, I mean, Vince is doing some great research right now on on relationships and how it could, you know, how how it could how it could uh, predict a whole bunch of things. And it's the same thing. He came in with this really exciting question, which was an empirical question, and he's testing it. So, you know, that's something else. Is we've got students out there who are who who are who have these great questions in response to a day to day life, b classes. Come talk to us. Right. Do independent studies. Do honor studies. You know, chase down that so, curiosity. So, Vince, can you talk about the research, or will it mess up the pool? No, your... it's it's already been closed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so, tell us about it then. So, I did a research project on uh, social facilitation, and uh, basically, what you did was you either uh, spent five minutes writing about UW Green Bay or five minutes writing about uh, your relationship. Okay. And we hope to find that if you wrote about your relationship, that you're more likely to attempt more math problems and get more math problems correct. Really. Yep, um, and there's been like other studies out there that's kind of done something similar to it, um, and so then we kind of looked at social support with it as well, and uh, so it's we're doing some uh, statistical analysis right, right now. Cool. So, yeah, deep dive on the stats yep, to see what's going on. Oh, that sounds really interesting. So talk about yeah. something that I would have 
not expected. So, yep. very cool. Other questions for Dr. Garong? Stuff you think students desperately want to know about? Um, what attracted you to UW Green Bay? I really wanted a school that cared about teaching. So, you know, my grad school was the University of Washington in Seattle. Very, very big research school. People doing research all the time. Uh, after that, I spent uh, two and a half years, almost three years at UCLA. And, I mean, UCLA was a very exciting place to be because there was great research. But most people spent, most faculty there spent time in their labs. You know, they were in their labs, they were doing research, very little time in the classroom. Mm -hmm. uh, and as exciting as I am, uh, as excited as I get with, by doing research, I really wanted some place where I could be in the classroom. I mean, I think I was, I got the, I was bitten by the teaching bug when I was in grad school, and I, I did, and actually it's interesting because it ties to the research you're doing. I was asked to do a guest lecture on close relationships. And uh, it was a social psych class, and I did a one class period lecture on close relationships. And just the feedback from the class, from the, how excited I felt doing it, I knew that that was something I wanted to do more about, more with. So when I went to, that was it. I mean, my entire grad school, entire five years at the University of Washington, I gave one 15-minute lecture. Really? That was it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Pretty, pretty crazy. I was a TA, but we didn't even have to do lectures there. Hmm. Uh, and my the person who I TA'd for was extremely uninspiring. uninspiring. Uh, quite honestly, I you know, just like Batman, uh, I refer to that class as my origin story as a teacher. <laughs> Okay, and this gets a little crazy, but, you know, why did Batman become Batman? Well, his parents were shot in front of him. He vowed to avenge, right? When I sat in that intro psych class, I saw enthusiasm for psychology being killed in front of my eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, I am going to avenge this. Yeah. I am going to avenge this. This person did such a, he squandered hmm. an opportunity to excite people about psychology the figuratively killed in front of my eyes. I'm like, hmm. I, I'm going to dedicate my life to, to avenging the death of psychology that I right. saw in that class. So, so I mean, that's what started it. And then I went to UCLA, uh, again, UCLA, big research school. And they said, um, yeah, you know, no, no, no teaching. You're here to do research. And so, but I had a really great mentor who said, clearly you're passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Chase it down. Uh, I dug around uh, Cal State Long Beach, which is a 45-minute drive. I uh, actually had an opening for a health psychologist, and I taught my very first class of what's referred to as the instructor of record there at Cal State Long Beach. Totally loved it. And uh, right there, it was, I, want to, I want a place that teaches. So when I applied, uh, when I applied, uh, was applying to jobs, I'll even share this. All right, I'll even share this. I'm slightly embarrassed to, to share this. UW Green Bay was not some place I found. Okay, one day I came to my my office and sitting on my desk was a cutout. I don't even think you even you know the story, right? So know. yeah, uh, I, sitting on my desk was a little newspaper job ad cutout with mm -hmm. a little note that said, "I think you may be interested in this," and uh, it was the UW Green Bay ad. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't find it. I didn't look at the ad and say I want to apply there. You know, my advisor said, I think you should apply. And, and, and then when I read into it, it said, it said, you know, a lot of teaching. It said, teach health psych. It said, develop a new course on culture. And for all those reasons, I, I applied. Huh. So that's why UW Green that's Bay fine. was very fortuitous. It was this. And, and for me, 
also highlights and underlines the value of advising. Right. You know, I think mentors are really important. Uh, folks listening, if you haven't seen your advisor, if you haven't come spoken to us, do so. You know, uh, I get to see events often. You know, uh, but that's the key. You know, right. yeah. Well, I think that's another thing I want. I would love students to know about GB is that this is a place. I mean, when it comes to what attracted me to GB, very similar, but this is a place that's doing both research and teaching very well, and that that was that was sort of few and far between when I was looking. I felt like most places did research really well, and I didn't want that, and most people places did teaching very well, and I did want that, but I also wanted the, the opportunity to scholarship, and GB does both. Um, but then what I think we talked about earlier that's really important is th- that link between research and teaching that's so important that our right. students are getting really high-quality experiences like the, like the one Vince described, that our teaching informs our research, like right. the example you described. And, well, and, and, I, and I think it's, it's, it's to go even beyond that, this is, this is not a place where people are doing research just because they have to to get promoted right. or to get tenure. Right. People are doing research because they're excited about it. Right. right. You know, the diversity of research that we have here mm-hmm. is, is really, there's a wide diversity. I mean, and our, and our stuff is, is getting noticed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, oh, this little outreach of the empire, you know, in Green Bay. No, our research is being used, is getting no, you know, noted, is getting cited, mm-hmm. which, is, which is exciting stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so what do you like to do for fun? Cook, like actually. Cook? Yeah, uh, first thing that comes to mind, uh, love, love, love cooking. Uh, love, I, mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about mind, mindfulness and, and things like that, and I think, I think, you know, cooking a really good tasty meal is a mindful pursuit. You know, you lose yourself in it, and at the end of the thing, I mean, every mouthful is, is full of flavor, and you go, I did this. And uh, so that's one of the that's one of the biggest I think things uh, you know right I think part of it is is the, one, another nice thing about cooking is it's family time we all it's like a good you know what I picture as the Italian family you know it's everybody's in the kitchen and everybody's hanging out in the kitchen it's no no technology stuff you know we people may be playing board games in the background uh, uh, and stuff like that I mean I say cooking I mean. And a lot of that is because it's it's time to hang out with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's a super super pursuit there. Do they yeah. help you? Um, one one of them does. One of them helps. Yeah, so, okay. and 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 it, it depends what's being cooked. Uh, I I'll be honest, and that's why Vince, I'm very, you know, interested in visiting the Italian bakery in Chano. I'm not a baker. Uh, Martha, my wife, is loves loves to bake stuff. Uh, I'm not, you know. Uh, I, I like cooking stuff from different cuisines and trying it out. And, okay. But, uh, and yeah, the kids hang out. <clears throat> uh, we have a Sunday morning ritual. Most of the time, uh, we do crepes on Sunday morning. Oh, that's cool. And uh, one kid helps me mix, and the other kid uh, rolls the crepes. Nice. And that's what we do pretty much every Sunday. It's a little, nice, quiet little thing. That sounds great. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I've never been invited for crepes Sunday. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a family <laughs> it's thing. It's a family yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So maybe some brunch or so something. Someday, yeah, someday so. brunch. But no, yeah, okay. it's a little bit of Nutella, you know. Yeah, wow, yeah, 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 exactly. So so that, that's that's the top thing. That's the yeah. top thing, yeah. Um, anything outdoors would be nice. Uh, right. Try, try and do that. I know for a fact that Dr. Yeah, Rung yeah, runs right. because Right, we, there was that. Three years in a row. The Three years in a row. 50, uh, right. except for uh, this year. But uh, yeah. yeah, all yeah. up to this point. We don't have to talk about that. We don't no, have to I talk know, about the fact that you abandoned me. I know. Me I know. But, uh, you know, as I tempted all of you guys, uh, I just made a, a, a six-hour brisket that was nice. mouth-wateringly out of this world. Okay. And uh, 
one of the teammates said that uh, you know I said I'd make it for our our joint teams. Nice. Yeah, for for those of you listening, what Ryan and I are alluding to is that for three years, uh, five husbands ran on one team and the five wives ran on another team. So for at a the good fall 50, at a the fall fifty, a race now. where we ran collectively. Actually, each team ran fifty miles, starting in um, at Gills Rock, and we ended in Sturgeon Bay. Right. So. For all those of you driving through Door County, mm-hmm. when you drive that 45 minutes from Sturgeon, Rock, uh, Sturgeon Bay to Gills Rock, we ran that, yes. that entire way. So that mm-hmm. feels very good. It is a treat. Yeah. It, it, it one, is of the, a treat. one of the most fun days of the fall. Absolutely. So. All right. Yeah. Well, we are running out of time, but oh, I yeah. want to say thank you to both of you. Um, this has been great. Regan, any sort of final thoughts? Anything yeah, you know, if, if uh, those of you listening go, man, Vince, you squandered some opportunities to ask some really <laughs> crazy questions. <laughs> I invite you to email me or stop by and pitch the craziest questions you have. I like questions. And it, it's not impossible to do a follow-up someday. That, we, can, we can ask those that's crazy right. questions <laughs> that's right. on that's air. Right. So, right. there you go. That's so, right. yeah, we can do a sequel. But, okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you both very much. It has been great. And uh-huh. I will, uh, we'll be back next time. And I don't know who's next. So actually, no. Someone from the Boys and Girls Club is going to be up in two weeks. Oh, excellent. So someone from uh-huh. the community. So it should uh-huh. be great. Watch for that in two weeks. All right, that's it. Bye.